on, everybody? Devore Havoc and G Money. This mm-hmm. is the Not For Debate podcast. We are live on YouTube and on Facebook. You can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, and all other major streaming platforms. Also, be sure to go ahead and hit that like button, subscribe button, and most definitely share. Gentlemen, what is yep. going on? Oh, my gosh. One of the most momentous days in gaming history. Mass Effect Legendary Edition. If you're not on it, you have all day Saturday. Get on it. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. It is freaking fire. Oh my anybody that is not hip to Mass Effect, I don't know what you're doing with your life. That is arguably the best RPG game of all time. And me personally... Yeah. I am not a shoot. I'm not a. I'm not a shooting gamer. So I don't play Call of Duty. I barely play Battlefield. I don't. I don't mess with Fortnite. I don't mess with what's that new crap they got now. Um, I don't even know. You, uh, it's free. It's free. Um, I ju- I jumped off a Call of Duty. Call I never got into Fortnite. Well, yeah, I never like, got into Mass Effect either. You, I, got, you, I have to. Uh, yes, you have to. Like anything but from I grew, the I grew EA, up on Halo. I grew up on Halo, so. I grew up on Halo yeah. 2, but when Gears of War came out, yeah, that's that took that was like, what is a Halo? Took a took the crown, man. <laughs> it took yeah, the crown. <laughs> I tell you, man, I, if you look at them Gears of War game, them graphics be them graphics look next gen before the next gen came out. Yes. They were nice, yeah. The online was phenomenal too. Yeah. Uh, when you hit, I think it was Gears of War 2. It was cheesy, but it kept you hooked. God, man, that game is—it's it's just they got—they got—they they got the shooting and the melee perfect in that yes. game. Yes, yeah. perfect. Like, man, just blasting somebody out their shoes with a shotgun with the chainsaw on the gun. Yes, I just feel like that was that was top game of the year for years. It was like it, that was a top game. Yeah, it, it won all the awards when it came out. That's, mm. I know that much, but everyone's got homework. You got Mass Effect, and the J Cole album came out. As well, yes, off season. Yes. Golly. So far, <laughs> I've listened to the first couple tracks. Uh, I have never been a big, huge J. Cole fan, but so far, listening to this album, I, I like it so far. Bro, it's... J. Cole doesn't disappoint, brother. That that real hip hop is not nice. dead. I just, I, yeah. I just have never been serious with J. Cole. Like his first couple mixtapes, I jammed to a couple songs on the mixtapes, but. Outside of that, his albums, I just not have been a fan of him. You know what, man? I think I think he's one of them type of dudes. You gotta be in a you gotta be in a specific vibe to listen to his albums, right? It's kind of like a Nas album. You gotta be in a specific vibe to listen to the album. You can't just you know what I'm saying. You can put on Hard Knock Life Volume Two anytime. Doesn't matter. What. <laughs> but for J Cole, you gotta. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I, 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 disagree. I disagree. I think I could vibe to J. Cole or Nas at any point in time. It doesn't matter to me. Like his music is just so it's just so smooth and flowing. And the stuff that he says is so smart. He, yeah, him, no. and Kendrick, him and Kendrick. Man, it might like just be the lyrics one. for me. It I, might just I'll be the lyrics. I, I try I try to be I try to go through life calm and all that, but you I mean I know I know calm, Nas has a very calm demeanor, but <laughs> man, he te Especially early Illmatic, it's a lot of eye for an eye, and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to walk towards that energy. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I will I will say, I mean, look, I like sitting back, laying back, and just 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 vibing with the record, man. That 
that's a, that's a very that's an album. That's not just song. That's an album he put together with that one. Yeah, yeah. Not and I will say, uh, you know, everyone has their personal list of favorite MCs. J Cole kind of represents like what I like in hip hop MCs, but he's not really like one of my top guys. I would say, but you cannot deny him. Would you, you call him a him. modern? Would you call him a modern day Rock Rakim or no? No, I would say no because at at, at one point Rakim was a top dog, at like right. no question about it, just the top dog. And then Big Daddy Kane came, and you know what I'm saying, took over. But I, I think here here's the thing: there is there's a guy named Kendrick Lamar looming around in the shadows at all times. So un, until he calls it a day, you, I don't know if J. Cole can ever say you can. He, he can say he's putting in the work, but I mean, I mean Kendrick. So, is, so you Kendrick got you got you got Kendrick Kendrick over J. Okay, I that's like that's like saying one and one A to me. They're, to me, they're that close. Yeah, it's you know what it's 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 opposite eyes of po it's opposite ends of poetry class. Yeah, that's that's what it is. I think it just comes down to personal preference, and for me, I prefer I prefer. K-Dot, but... Kendrick. Yeah. It's it's close, man. It's close. (laughs) I'll say that the separation for me is the fact that Kendrick did To Pimp a Butterfly. And to me, I think that separates him from all hip-hop people, period. Uh, Yeah, that's one of the greatest albums I've ever heard in my life. I think he's (laughs) he's the greatest in this generation. He's like a mixture of Tupac and Nas... It's gonna be very hard for any any contemporary hip hop artist to top that album from just from a pure yeah. artistic from pure artistic standpoint, right? He's still young, right? He's not like in his Jay Z phase of his career. He's still young, so for him to do that while he was still hot, do a basically a concept jazz album. Nothing's same. touching Section Eighty for me. I like Section Eighty. That's my Love favorite. It. That's my favorite Kendrick album. And then, and then after that, he came out with "Damn," which was just like hit after yes. hit after hit mm-hmm. after hit. Yeah, yes. It's like, yeah, this this guy, this he's this he's the guy. He's the guy yeah. for me. One thousand, one thousand. Now, let's go ahead and get into some sports, right? Yeah. So first things. Well, first, let me ask you guys this real fast because people, my folks in my area, they actually do watch the pod. I was a little bit curious about it, but I ended up. One of my friends came up to me and asked me this question. Um, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to phrase this as best as possible. Would you guys say that Russell Westbrook is the best NBA athlete? Ooh, happy you go first on this one because I got a lot to say. So for me, <laughs> Russell Westbrook is what Derrick Rose would have been if he didn't get if he didn't mess up his knees. And he didn't tear his ACLs all the times. Like that's it, it. The the progression should have been Derrick Rose to Russell Westbrook, but yeah, I mean, in, in my opinion, you know, it, it's hard to say best athlete with LeBron James just you know uh, hanging about. Now, mm-hmm. you were to say most explosive athlete, I would I would reckon to say, even though he's about. 10 years older than John Morant, he's still more explosive than John Morant. Mm-hmm. So I, I might have to give it to him. Hmm. I kind of 
Okay, so as far as just the point guard position, I don't think there's been an, an athletic point guard more more athletic than him. I think that the comparison for Rose and Westbrook is good, but I think Westbrook is stronger, has had more has more veracity than when Rose was doing. Rose was like he had veracity and anger, but not like Westbrook. His mm-hmm. Westbrook intensity was just is just different. I've, I've I've never seen that in anybody. Like even when Kobe was around, he was doing this thing. He wasn't. He was mean with it, but it was more cerebral. Westbrook is like, oh, like he doesn't matter who's in front of him. He's just gonna yeah. attack, attack, attack. So I, I would say that maybe, but LeBron is out there, and I can't put him like his. I can't put him over LeBron. But as far as point guard, yes. As yeah. far as his guard and in, in general, point guard, shooting guard, he's he's. I don't uh, even look at at Russell Westbrook as a point guard, to be honest. He's got well, that I mean, block top mentality. Yeah, I mean. Look, he's how many years deep, and he's still doing what he's doing, right? Yeah. Like, I, Blake Griffin, he was supposed to be the super athlete in the league. He took two years off dunking, and then he joined now with Brooklyn, and all of a sudden, he's he's dunking and doing alley oops again. <laughs> Russell Westbrook has been on full blast his whole career, probably and possibly to his detriment, but that's who he is. Okay, so so so. So, G Money, real quick, let me ask you this: Do you think LeBron could average a triple double if he wanted? Of to? Course. Of, of course, of course, it would be Okay, he's come like one assist and one rebound short of a triple double almost every year of his every career. Year. Yeah. Okay, so I don't understand the hype with with Russell Westbrook to be on because he's five guy. feet shorter than LeBron, and he, he, come on. Come on, man. Like, I don't understand how you think that triple doubles are easy to get. I'm Especially not saying that they're easy. Guard. I'm not saying that they're easy, but there have been occasion where I have seen the bigs move out the way and let Russell Westbrook get the rebound. But you know why? Not always. You know why? Because, <laughs> because Russ gets the ball off the boards and he pushes the tempo. Yes. Like, look, I mean, let's be honest. When, when he started, you know, be, when he became triple-double Westbrook, that's when the band left. Well, nobody, well, nobody there left but Cameron Payne, right? <laughs> so, who else? Look, I mean, who else going to run that show? Been, there's been times where Stephen Adams will push everybody out the way and let let Westbrook get a rebound. So I know what you're saying, but they did that to speed up the tempo because he had nobody else to pass the ball to. Also, so, fast you know, break, easy them, bucket. Them Russell Westbrook mid mid range jumper, which is not great, got Stephen Adams paid a whole lot of money. Yeah. Right, Russell Westbrook from three in mid range. That that that's what's getting Stephen Adams paid. <laughs> I guess I guess that's, that's fair. Is. I guess that's fair enough. But if since we on the topic of the of the Oklahoma City Thunder, um, G Money did bring this up about Chris Paul and his impact with the with the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that Chris Paul? Should win the MVP over over Jokic? Uh, no, but he should be considered because if you think about it, the, the Phoenix Suns were what 10th place last year and they've been horrible. He comes there and instantly they change like that. They, they're in the fight for the number one seed. I think that his, his um, leadership to the game is beautiful the way he leads the game, not just his passing, he's just a great leader. Everywhere he goes, that's a playoff team. 
So I think that he should be considered, but Joker's just been the best player in the league from the beginning to the end. So I can't – got to give it to Nikolai. But, you know, if it wasn't him, then, yeah, Chris Paul. I mean, I, I would say you want to make Chris Paul first team All-NBA, I'm not fighting you. Uh, but MVP, I mean, you know, the case – there is a case to be made. I don't know if the case is stronger than Jokic. I don't know if the case is stronger than Embiid. Quite frankly, but he's, he's, he's it's worth mentioning. Didn't like the Nuggets said, didn't the Nuggets make it to the playoffs last year? Yeah. Didn't the Philadelphia 76ers make it to the playoffs last year? Yeah, I get I get your point. I get where you're going at. Okay, so so G Money knows where I'm going with this. The Phoenix Suns haven't made it to the playoffs in almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then <laughs> basically the only change they made in that roster was Chris Paul. Now, 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 to to the Suns' credit now, this is also I'm going to bring this to the table. Last year in the bubble, they were 8-0. So they was was already on the rise. Yeah, they were already cooking. Well, you know, it was because Booker, you know. once I think once you get Booker and Aiton on the floor, like, they're not a joke anymore. So Mm -hmm. let me ask you something. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, okay, so I'm looking at Booker and I'm looking at DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins had Sacramento for, what, seven years? Mm-hmm. and never got his team into the playoffs. He even, he even played with Rondo, and they still didn't make it to the playoffs. Do you give Booker more credit to, for the Phoenix Suns' success, or is it more Chris Paul? Is it all Chris Paul? I mean, ultimately it comes down to the organization actually putting the players around him that are needed to highlight his game. That's like, yeah. That's that's pretty tough because I don't. He's the best think, player on that team. I don't think I've seen anybody worth mentioning in 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 uh, Sacramento with Demarcus Cousins off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rondo. Yeah, Rondo. I mean, I think I think we all know what Rudy Gay is at this point. Was you know this before I mean? or after Rudy Gay got the eye surgery? I think this was after. <laughs> you know what for me I feel like Rudy Gay is one of them he's kind of like for me he's like he's like an empty calorie scorer you know what I mean <laughs> he's like a dude that's getting you just pure points I'm not here to give you defense rebounding or assist <laughs> that's true <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just here to give you buckets, and that's it. Uh, although he did, he did play defense in Memphis the three years he was in Memphis. That that whole team. Back yeah, then, but that whole team know. was playing defense. But that whole yeah, that yeah, whole true. team yeah. was all defensive. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't he couldn't he couldn't slide by not playing defense on that team. True. Um, outside of Rudy, though, there's really not that many players that actually was in Sacramento to play with the Marcus Cousins. Also, well, you don't count Rondo. Not really. You know, Rondo Rondo has his Rondo has his spurts. I'll put it like put it to you like that. Yeah, he was amazing for the Lakers last year, and I think he's going to be great for the Clippers this year. Rondo is is a good dude that'll put the pieces together, but if you don't have the pieces, it's like, you know, he can't he can't really do he can do he can do what he can do for Demarcus Cousins, but you know the rest of the dudes, you know, it's empty salad. Also, you know. Rudy Gay, one of the one of the most reliable hairlines in the NBA. Him and Paul George, that hairline, hairline down to their like damn damn near down to their eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Very reliable hairlines. 
<laughs> so so we just not on board with Chris Paul getting the MVP now. I'll, no. <laughs> no. I, I can't. And you know what? Embiid is not even second because he missed too much time. I think yeah. Giannis has over overtook him because I don't what, listen, what is up I with keep, your love affair with Giannis right I, now? Let me tell you something. Let me explain to you. This man was 16 for 16 in the All-Star game. See, have you watched the Brooklyn games that they played? They were yes. doubling him on the perimeter. He was shooting fadeaway jump shots. This is a different guy. This I'm telling you, watch watch out for this guy in the playoffs. I'm telling you. Same guy. And, and that, yes, not just him, that team. Okay, okay, okay. Still can't shoot. Bro. And they, they literally leave him as wide open as possible. And he's, he's, he's on the perimeter. He's hitting it more than he used to. Okay. That's not a good number, though. He, yeah, he's he, hitting it more than he used to, but it's going to take a lot more to playoffs. But he used to be terrible, and he's slightly better than that. Okay. I'm not here to hate on him. I'm just staying on. Now, now to his credit, I like the development. Yeah, I mean, he got a slow shot too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You if know, there was somebody not, told him though, they would have blocked the shot. Yeah. Like you know, like how Draymond Green for like two or three years was like a semi-reliable three-point shooter, and then it just fell <laughs> yeah. off a cliff. Yeah, I, I think I think Giannis is at that point of his career where he's like a semi-reliable. Three point shooter, but I I feel like at a certain point it's gonna fall off a cliff. But you know see, what I mean? I don't, I don't think it's a lock for Brooklyn to go to the finals. I think they have a lot of glaring issues. They're small inside. They don't play great defense. So, but they have Kevin Durant. So, anytime you got Kevin Durant, you got a strong chance. But but here's it ain't about having Kevin Durant. Even though Kevin Durant is not necessarily the defender he used to be, but he's still the scorer. It's Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and James. And what's his name? When they have Claxton out there at the center, then you got your rebounding. So, and then you got Blake Griffin. But it's different than the, than the Warriors team. The Warriors were so good, not because of the offense. They played great defense, and I don't they think did. this next team played plays great defense. So it's going to be hard for them to win. Efficient offensively, too. People people seem seem to forget the uh, Golden State Warriors as a team. I think they were like third in three point three point makes. Compared to the rest of the league, so I will say this about the Nets, though, particularly when it comes to the playoffs, they had guys that can generate offense in the offense in the half court. Right. That's what's going to be the difference, I think, between them and other teams is they they can they don't have to run up and down to get buckets. Actually, it probably plays better to their advantage if they slow the ball down and just pick people apart because you can't you can't it's too many people on the floor to double. You gotta leave. You gotta leave someone like on with single coverage. So if they if they learn, you know, if they actually just move the ball around, can't nobody stop them. That's yeah. true. That's true. But what about uh, Miami? They, Miami's been coming on lately. Like they no, they, um, they don't have enough. Let's let's be real here. They don't, you know have, they don't have enough. But we they needed, have enough defense. We needed we needed Ola, and I said this when Victor Oladipo got traded to the Heat. I said this. I said I like Victor Oladipo. I just always see him in a suit. That's the <laughs> problem I got with him. I right, like him. Yeah. He's a good player. I just always I see him in a suit more than I see him in a uniform. <laughs> oh man! Uh, before we before we move on, uh, G Money, just break us break break down what the, what the playoff race is looking like right now. 
So the playoff race is Sac not Sacramento. I don't know why I said Sacramento. Dallas, Portland, and LA are fighting for that six spot because you know if you if you clinch six, you don't have to do the play-in game. So I'm gonna, I'm going to explain it again. So basically, seven plays eight. The loser out of that plays the winner out of nine and ten, and then whoever wins that gets the eight seed. That's that's how that works. So everyone is trying to get out that seven seed. Um, I, I think that. Philly, they're they're probably going to lock up the number one seed, but I have no faith in Philly. They they don't look like a team that could win. Like I I, I see Miami beating them in the second round if they stay, because right now Miami's uh, fifth and Atlanta is fourth. Again, I don't know how the hell Atlanta is fourth. They started off so bad and just came out of nowhere. Like the fact that the, the Hawks are better than the Celtics is just mind blowing. And then the Celtics, they're in the seventh seed, which is completely disappointing because after going last year to the Eastern Conference Finals, you would think that. With that talent, they would be better, but they've been disappointing all year. Um, who's eighth in the East? Right, let me see. I, I forgot the who's eighth. <clears throat> no, Celtics are seven. <coughs> the, uh, the Hornets. The Hornets are eighth. Okay. Okay. I think that's pretty good. I think that if if they lock up the eighth seed, he should win rookie of the uh, rookie of the year, no question. Um, in the West, the Warriors are eighth, which you know they're fighting with hey. uh, Memphis right now. And we were just talking about MVP. Ain't right. no one talking about Steph. Yeah, uh, but MVP on the eight seed. I've been fighting. I've been fighting G Money to the death about Steph getting Listen, the MVP. They are playing Not... the Steph Curry offense, and it is wor- bro. He leads the league in scoring. Yeah, but the eight seed. You give the MVP to somebody in the eight seed. Yeah, I'm not saying to Russell Westbrook. I'm <laughs> Russell was in the sixth seed, and that was special. That was different. That, this is special. What I'm saying right. is Steph Curry is playing with scrubs right now. He's playing with yeah. – like, Andrew Wiggins, I understand he's a talented player. He don't always show up, though. Draymond Green can't shoot. He can't shoot anymore, yeah. right? He's, he's there for defensive purposes. So this is the Steph Curry offense. And, bro, he's – I mean, look – he hit. He hitting shots from the parking lot again. Every What's crazy night. is that they're triple teaming him, and he's still finding a way to score. Oh. It's like they're leaving everybody open, basically. Give the man MVP. I would too. Yeah. What you gonna you gonna run over to 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 Bazemore? You think Bazemore's <laughs> gonna cook you? <laughs> <laughs> what about the Mavericks at, at at number five? Do you think the Mavericks can make noise? No. No. You, know, like, you, you don't believe in Luca. You can't. No, I believe in Luca. You can't. You just. You can't rely on Porzingis. Oh yeah, that's true. Same. The same thing with Oladipo. I like him when he's on the court. I just see him in a suit more. <laughs> okay, so you think that because LeBron played today and he actually played very well, if they just stay at number seven, do you think that he could take the number seven seed to the finals? Against this West team, to me, if that happens, they would play the Clippers yeah. in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, of course. I mean, we're talking. That's we're talking what about they're the setting team. up for. We're talking about the yeah. king. You know, <laughs> we're talking about the king. So yeah, I, I think I think yes, I think that can happen. Okay, bro, you just you can't bet against LeBron. You just in the playoffs, can't do no. it. No. Just can't do it. Did you did you ever say where the Wizards were? The Wizards. Let me go back. Hold on one second. They're the eighth. I think they're eighth. They're they're ninth. They if the, if the season ended, they would play the Pacers for the eighth seed, basically. 
No, actually, wait, let me go back. Sorry, seven plays eight. The loser out of that plays the winner out of nine and ten. Hmm. Mm. It's looking oh. like the Wizards are getting in. And probably because I don't see the Hornets. Yeah. And the Pacers have been losing lately, so I don't see them either. Mm. Yeah, let's see. Uh, I like I like this play-in tournament, though. I know players don't like it, but I think it's interesting. So I it's think. just one game for the play-in? No, no, no. no, yeah, it's just one game, and then you just play the, the next round or the next winner. So I don't know if you understand. You get what I'm saying? Like, okay. So, 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 yeah. so, so basically there's the two teams that are fighting for that specific seed, and then once they win, they get the seed? Right. So if so, seven plays eight, right? Uh-huh. So if seven wins, they stay at seven. If eight wins, they go up to seven. So that loser will play the winner out of nine and ten, mm-hmm. and the winner out of that gets the eight seed. You get it? Oh, okay, yeah, I follow you. I follow okay. you. I like, I, follow you. I like it. You know why I like it? Because a lot of times teams, they come on late. Or, you know, for whatever reason, you know, they make noise, but they, they maybe they're a, a game or two out. And that gives, once again, man, it, get, it gets people it gets people engaged. It gets people, yeah. I mean, look, the, whoever number eight seed ain't going to do nothing in the playoffs. So at least. Unless it's the Lakers or the, well, yeah, just the Lakers, yeah. Yeah, no, no we don't have to worry about the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Havoc, you weren't here on Wednesday when we broke down the NFL schedule. So I took the liberty and jotted down a, a couple of key matchups. Mm-hmm. I just want to get you guys' opinion on those. Um, obviously, the first, the most important one is going to be the one on October 3rd, the Tampa Bay Bucket, the Tom Brady Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Bill Belichick New England Patriots. Hmm. <clears throat> I mean, Ultimately, uh, the Patriots and the Buccaneers are playing for two different things. The Buccaneers are legitimately playing to repeat as Super Bowl champions, and the ta- and New England is playing to maintain respectability. Now, if you ask me who's going to win, Tampa Bay is going to win. Now, it, I I feel like. Whenever Tom Brady plays New England, that that's when he's gonna pull out that that special pouch of magic powder that he has, and he's gonna pull out whatever tricks he has. He has to to beat New England because look, as as we know, Tom Brady said, "Hey, you know, it was it was kind of like Bill Belichick's out here thinking that he's Joe Budden, and Tom Brady was was Rory and Maul." And then he had him, you know, he's basically treating him like a sideshow. Like, like I, Bill Belichick's out here, like, I, I really run this show. And Tom Brady's like, we'll see. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he went down to Tampa Bay and won, and won a Super Bowl. So, and wait, did, did Jarrett Stidham get cut from the New England? Is he still with New England? Because Mac Jones just took his job. I think so. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. Yeah. So, you know. We'll, we'll 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 see. Uh, it should be an interesting matchup, though. So Vor said on Wednesday that he he's going with New England. I said there's no way in hell that Tom Brady's going to lose to Bill Belichick in Florida. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Yeah, uh, it's good. It's not even going to be easy to me. Like it's going to be, I wouldn't say blowout, but maybe like a ten point win, something like that. Whereas it's going to seem close, but 
they're going to pull away at the end. So Tampa, fairly easy one. Guys are sleeping on that New England Patriots defense, huh? Yeah, but they have nothing on offense, so. Considering the fact that Bill Belichick knows all Tom Brady's weaknesses and Tom Brady's not that good to begin with at this point in his career. We have to stop with that narrative. (laughs) Hey, to be honest with you, the offense for the New England Patriots, average at best. But I feel like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to have to put up points too. And with Tom Brady and them turnovers that the New England Patriots can can force, it's going to put the Patriots in some excellent positions to score. So, so is Tem- Tem- Tampa Bay is bringing back Godwin, right? Yes, they're bringing back Godwin, Humphreys, Antonio Brown, and Scotty Miller, right? Correct. They still have Legarrette Blunt and not Legarrette Blunt. Uh, they still have new the new 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 era Legarrette Blunt for net. Uh, they still got Fournette. They still got Ronald Jones. They still got OJ Howard. They still got Mike Evans. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> what are we talking about? Like, yeah, the New England defense is always going to be good, bro. That's 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 too many horses. And they got some. They got a secondary now. Like, come on out. Uh, Gilmore still there. J.C. Jackson still there. They just took the back from the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that secondary is no joke for the New England Patriots. They got some, they so, got some, they got some ballers in the secondary. Like Kyle Duggar is gonna be, gonna be. It's like it's gonna be. Yeah, Kyle Duggar is gonna be starting now that McCourty's out. Yes. So one thousand. We'll uh, I think Patrick Chung is coming back too. Yeah, yeah. Chung, Patrick Chung, Chung is still plays for the Patriots. Yeah, he yeah, he, he, he opted out last year. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He's pretty decent now. All right, so 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 next key matchup is a week one matchup for the New York Jets versus the Carolina Panthers. And obviously Sam Darnold got traded from the Jets to the Carolina Panthers. And to take his place, Zach Wilson was drafted number two overall by the New York Jets. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, this game sounds mad boring. You're not gonna uh, like it. I like. I think I'm gonna like it. I think it's gonna be a good nah. game. I'm sorry, man. It's 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 hard for me to get up to watch Sam Darnold uh, against Zach Wilson. That's a hard one for me to get up for. Uh, but you know, we'll see. It, Carolina's a better team. Yeah, I mean, let's the you know the the Jets have been a disaster the past few years. So we'll see. We'll we'll see how it goes. Well, I just want to say uh, shout out to Shake because of the fact that. He thinks that the Jets are a good team without Adam Gaze, but I feel like they're going to be in purgatory <laughs> for a little while longer. Uh, speak of the devil, there he is right there. <laughs> What's up, brother? What's good, homie? What's yeah, up? How y'all doing? By the way, it, it's not in Florida. It's in Foxborough, okay? It's in Foxborough, so. Oh, okay. I thought it was in Tampa. Okay. okay. Oh, even that, more, that might, even more motivation for Tom Brady. Yeah, it doesn't change it. Doesn't change a thing. He said it doesn't change a thing. Doesn't change a thing. It's it's even more like to, why would you to, want to beat your your former I might, team? I might have to put your ass on the pole for that. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't change a thing. Extra it's extra motivation. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm taking the Patriots. I, I don't I don't better get uh, Belichick. Okay. Um, 
Next key matchup Actually, is the uh, Jackson. You know what? For once in the board, I agree with you, and for other reasons you mentioned. I'm oh, saying really? I agree with the board for once, and for other reasons he mentioned. Oh, that's a first. Let me go that look outside and see if so, it's a full moon or not. Clock this date and this time. <laughs> <laughs> he must have a, a rock must have fell on him and then knocked time him straight. <laughs> Um, the next key matchup is the um, the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Miami Dolphins. That is a week six matchup. And Trevor Lawrence and versus Tua Tagovailoa, obviously the two best college prospects in 2019. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, mm-hmm. I want to hear the Dolphins fans first. We'll see what they say. Man, I mean – Look, it's going to be tough, and I think it's going to be tough mostly because, A, they got a, a very young team, but secondly, they have – while they have Urban Meyer as their coach, I mean, he ain't never coached an NFL game before, <laughs> right? So, uh, you know, it's, it's, gonna, it's I think for the Jacksonville, man, it's going to be a lot of growing pains uh, mm-hmm. just in general from the beginning. That's You know, the, the Dolphins are a little bit further ahead. And their, you know, their progression as a team than, than Jacksonville is. So, yeah, man. I mean, I think it's a clear edge for Miami. I would agree. I'm with. I'm going to go ahead and agree with you guys on that one. Just considering the fact that Jaguars just don't have enough firepower to hang with the with the Miami Dolphins defense. So sure. definitely, I'm going to go ahead and pick the Miami Dolphins on that Ooh. one. But I do think eventually the Jaguars will be better than the Dolphins in the future. I, I do think so, but not right now. I mean, I'm not rolling, but okay. Uh, okay, okay. See, now you don't, now you don't bought out a controversy now, G Money. Let me ask you this now. Let me ask you this. <laughs> I, I, I trust Jacksonville to be Jacksonville, but okay. But okay, considering the fact that we have not seen Trevor Lawrence play in an NFL uniform. Who do you think will have a better career, Trevor Lawrence or Tua? Oof, I Actually, excuse me, I, hold on, I'm gonna make it even easier for you. Who will have who will have a better rookie season, Tua or Trevor? Oh, Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence Trevor, definitely. Trevor Lawrence, Trevor, yeah, definitely. It just, here's the thing: it doesn't matter how bad Trevor Lawrence plays; he's never gonna get pulled out. Right. He is like Trevor Lawrence has no. Trevor Lawrence does not have a veteran quarterback threatening his position. He got Minshew back there. No, stop it. Stop Gardner Menchu is not threatening his position. <laughs> okay. Brad Fitzpatrick, he wasn't threatening to his position. It kind of was. That's not, no, he that's wasn't. Not he's well, he's like well, he's like 40. No, uh, no, 30, 30, 36. He's 36. So yeah, but he knew yeah, what it was. You got to take the history into account, right? Like right. during Brian Flores' first year, you could very well say Ryan Fitzpatrick salvaged that season. Uh, the 2019 season. You could very well say he salvaged that season and made it at least, you know, so you can – respectable. Yeah, you can make it somewhat respectable, right? Yeah, it like wasn't respectable. You're still sub-500. There's nothing to be respectable bro, about. we could have – that could have been a two-win season easy. Easy, that could have been a two-win season. season oh, well, so. while we got the Eagles fan in the party, how about you – thank you, G-Money. Thank what? you for getting the ball rolling for us. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, the, wasn't the Eagles our first win? Yeah, man. 
Listen, you clown me on Wednesday about the Eagles. I know we're going to suck. It's okay. It's okay. This Wednesday, I'm, I'm going to let you off easy. I'm going to go ahead and wear my, my, my Eagles jersey, my McNabb one, my stitched one <laughs> that I spent like $250 for. I'm going to go ahead and wear that. Oof, man. But um, the next matchup is the Baltimore Ravens at the Kansas City Chiefs week two. Obviously, the two more perennial quarterbacks in the league, well, probably the two best teams in the league in the AFC right now. Well, it, it appears that Kansas City bought Patrick Mahomes uh, <laughs> an even bigger wall than he had last season. So, hey, man, Kansas City, back to business as usual. I mean, you could say you – could, you could very well make the case that they're better. Their offensive line is better and deeper than last season. Uh, so, I think it's going to be back to business. Um, look, Baltimore is going to do what Baltimore does. It's, the, the question isn't Baltimore winning in the regular season. I mean, they have enough talent to do that it's how what is their game plan for the playoffs that's what it comes down to for baltimore <laughs> go ahead like, get him g buddy go ahead and get him man go get him what's the game plan for the playoffs man <laughs> we ain't worried about baltimore regular season hey listen baltimore got some pass rushes in the draft they got a good defense they got some weapons in the second you know in the wide receiver uh, position i i'm going for the upset i'm saying baltimore on the road oh my you just you just describe Baltimore every season. Oh, they got some pass <laughs> rushers. Got a couple guys that can catch some. Okay, they, you know they, what I mean? No, he <laughs> never had nobody. Come on, man. He, he never had anybody to pass. Come on, it's different this year. <laughs> All right, I'm going, with, I'm going with Kansas City. Yeah, if they can't block them, this is over for them. So they better they, the offensive line better be great. They they made sure they took care of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, they definitely made sure they took care of that. Um, next matchup, two former first round picks. Oh, excuse me, two former first round picks. Joe Burrow for the Cincinnati Bengals at Trevor Lawrence's Jacksonville Jaguars Thursday night football week four. Cincinnati, not even a question, not a debate. Stop oh, it. Like, know. come on. I don't know about Cincinnati. that. Cincinnati. That's a tough one. I don't know, man. Cincinnati has been trash for the past two years straight. I mean, just not even decent. Trash. No. What I'm saying is I know what I've I know what Cincinnati has been. Even when they had Joe Burrow, they had some they had some more fight. But the team was I mean they're not good. But the defense gave up a lot of points. If they if they can just keep the opposing team to And you know what I don't like was I don't it? like the fact that I don't like the fact that, especially talking about the Bengals of last season, I don't like the fact that they, you know, they phoned it in, and then when, and then when, you know, other teams called, you know, pulled their card, they got they got they got real emotional about it. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I personally, I don't like that. So, uh, for me. And you know, and I and I'll, I've said it before, and I'm still going to say it. Are we sure Zach Taylor is a head coach in the NFL? <sighs> Offensively, it showed that he can be, but considering the fact this is his first time being a head coach, implementing his own offense, 
I need to see the transition to year two as far as how defenses adapt to what he's bringing to the table. Okay. I then, mean, then I'll make my decision. Zach Taylor kind of strikes me as a guy that's concerned with how the offense is, and he offloads the defense to the defensive coordinator, which you know is supposed to how is how it's supposed to be. But you know, just we all know there's some coaches, man. They don't, they ain't trying, they ain't trying to, they ain't trying to talk to the defense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Andy, oh, yeah. Andy Reid ain't here trying to tell the DBs how to play. That's true. All right, so here's a here's a really good one. The Kansas City Chiefs at the Green Bay Packers. Ooh, who's the Packers quarterback? That's the question. Now, <laughs> it, let's 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 just look at this and just assume that Aaron Rodgers is still going to be a Green Bay Packer, hey. and they mend fences with the when he mends fences with the Green Bay Packers organization, and he decides to play for them. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers is there, it's competitive. But I like Kansas City. If Jordan Love is playing, then you know it's not even a question who's who's winning that game. Everything on the table for Kansas City if Jordan Love is playing, but yeah, it's yeah, be a exactly. tough matchup for me to pick. That should have been the Super Bowl last year, so it's like that would be a huge one of the biggest regular season games ever. Um, I, I'm going with Green Bay at home. I can't pick against. You know what? Let me let me ask this question though: If Green Bay drafted Antoine Winfield Jr instead of Jordan Love, and he was their starting safety all year long, would Green Bay have made it to the Super Bowl? No. Okay. I just don't like their receivers, like Geronimo Allison, St. Brown. They, and They got they got a lot of prototypes. Yeah, they like they got, of, they got a lot of – they got a lot of – what do they call it, Dorchester guys, like they, they, they did for Tom Brady. So I felt like with that pick – well, they obviously they traded they traded with the Dolphins to get that twenty third pick, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, was something like that. Yes, yeah, something like that to get that twenty third pick to draft Jordan Love. So at that point, they could have went out and got another playmaker for Aaron Rodgers. I I wouldn't have thought they would have went de- defense, considering the fact that Darnell Savage is back there, mm. and I, I just didn't see safety being a priority of need at that time. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it is true. They got a lot. Of, like when you look at the Green Bay wide receivers, it's like, I mean, just it's just just from eyesight, everyone is like six two, six three, six four, and up. It's Devonte Adams and some guys, basically. Basically, <laughs> basically. basically. Devonte Adams and some guys, and Devonte Adams and some dudes. <laughs> That's what it was. You got Devonte and the dudes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last last game. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cleveland Browns, Actually, Week 16, which I think is going to have some serious playoff implications. It's going to be a huge game. Mm-hmm. Actually, it kind of kind of sounds a little bit like the Miami Dolphins, Devonte and some dudes. Uh, <laughs> well, until this, up until this year, now we 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 got some ballers now. But yes. uh, I can't believe I, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Cleveland, I think we'll hold on to win. I think Pittsburgh. I think they're going to eventually, in about a year or so, they're going to be on a rebuild. I think they're you know they're heading down their team. Unfortunately, because they're such a great franchise, but I think they have to start over eventually. Because how long can Ben go, really? Like, 
You know, he like might not I'm, even I'm be the starter this year. True. If if Dwayne Haskins can get it right. Yeah, they're not. They're not. They're not moving off Ben unless Ben makes a move off of him. I would say, but look, I don't. I don't think. I think Pittsburgh. I don't think they're. I don't think they're going forward, but they're not necessarily going back quickly either. Um, that being said, man, they're stagnant. You know, they are kind of like how you think about it, right. Like the like stagnant for the Miami Dolphins is like eight and eight, seven and nine, nine and seven. Like stagnant yeah. for the Pittsburgh Steelers is like you know ten and six, ten nine and six, seven, ten and six, eleven and five, twelve yeah. and four. Right. Like that's that's. That's the usual for the Steelers. So I think they're going to be in that range, you know, that 10 to 12 win range as they usually are, especially if they're healthy. But Cleveland, I mean, my opinion, clearly Cleveland's better. Cleveland's better than than the Steelers. So the Ravens, too, maybe. Maybe. Possibly. I think Cleveland might be better than the Ravens, too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. As far as being a more balanced team. Yeah. Yeah, very. I mean, yeah, I can see it. I can see it. So, are we are we making a bold prediction that the Cleveland Browns win the AFC North? Um, book it, shit. book it. I'm down with Cleveland. I'm down tight, with Cleveland to win the division. Tight race over the Ravens. Yeah, because you know what? That. Even if Aaron Rodgers comes back and plays for the Packers, it ain't gonna be the same. It ain't gonna be the same. Like, man. Wait, I, I just I just can't put my I just can't put all my eggs in the basket for Cleveland. I hear you. They, they've let me down way too many times. Same thing with the Atlanta Falcons. I will never <laughs> ever put money on the Falcons you ever know, again in my life. I'll say, I'll say, Cleveland has never let me down because I've never had any expectations for them. Sure. I I just I just always trusted that they that they would not be a a, a winning franchise, and they have not been a winning franchise, but. Look, man, they got the names. The coach seems to be able to put it together. Uh, you know, they're not throwing it all on Baker to make it happen. They got, they still have Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Like, they got OBJ and Jarvis. You got Miles. Get. I mean, you know, we're not grasping at straws here. They got guys. So I feel like Kareem Hunt may end up being traded by by week one. To the Dolphins. That's my that's my bold prediction of tonight. I would welcome that. <laughs> that's, that's, that that's, that's my bold prediction for tonight. Yeah, Dream yeah. Hunt will be a Miami Dolphin by week that's, one. They're going to have to pay him soon. They're going to have to pay him soon. That's fine. He's 26. No, I'm, I'm saying that towards Cleveland. Cleveland's going to have to pay Kareem Hunt pretty soon. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, we'll see. Dolphins still need a running back. I don't care what anybody says. So either either James Robinson will be traded to the Dolphins or Kareem Hunt will be traded to the Dolphins. One of the two. But I can I see one of them being in Miami. And I know the Dolphins are, are talking about Malcolm Brown. Uh you don't don't believe them. They're they're looking for more running backs. <laughs> you know, what's the guy they gave up a few years ago for the Eagles? Jay Jay, what was his name? Jay Ajayi. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is about Dolphins and ever since Ricky and Ronnie, they haven't got they haven't had great running backs. Like I don't Lamar like Miller had a nice little stink for us. Ah. 
Yeah, oh, a nice little Lamar. stink. Like, don't do my man that's like Lamar, that. Lamar, that's my high, that's my high school bro. I actually went to high school with him. So shout out to Lamar. Um, okay. But yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, up, real, real quickly, have, have did did you go to high school with any NFL players, Devore? No, not 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 very many Mo Mo County products make it to the league. Yeah, except for this year. Seventh round, uh, a running back went to Damascus. He went to the Rams. That's what's up. I went. I went. I went to high school with two dudes that went to the league. There's one dude named Erasmus James that played for the Vikings, uh, and another dude named Bryant McFadden that played the corner. Yeah, the went corner? to Florida State. Yeah, went to Florida State. Played for Pittsburgh. Uh, Didn't he play for the Ravens too? I think so. He played for a couple. He won a championship yeah. with the Steelers. He played with a couple teams. So, oh, uh, the guy in the in the, in the chat, Esther Penn, said he, Ryan Tannehill went to his high school. Well, that's what's up. So you oh, saw that's, him. That's you saw him up. as a wide receiver then. Was he a jerk? Let me ask you that. Was he a jerk? <laughs> well, Shout out to high school. Was he like this tip? Was he like this the the bro, the, uh, the stereotype like high school jock jerk? He looks like Captain America, bro. Yes, like, he does. <laughs> he looks like new Captain America. So yeah, the okay. new one, not not uh, not Chris Evans. No, 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 no. So okay, new Captain America is Anthony Mackie. But oh, okay. uh, no, not the black Captain America. The we fake, the about, fake Captain America. Fake one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. U- US, US agent, yeah. The U.S. agent, exactly. Yeah. Actually, I take that back. Uh, just thinking about it, Darnell Dockett. I didn't go. We didn't. Okay. I didn't play with him, but he came from Mo County. Actually, and I, I had a few classes. A guy named Jamel Williams, and he was Dan Orlovsky's backup in Connecticut. Uh, that's pretty much it, though. Hmm. MacArthur High School, bro. Look us up, Hollywood, Florida. You know the vibes. Couple guys from my school went to went to not just Lamar. I think it was a few guys. I forgot his name. Keith Keith something with an R R E S. He played for the Forty Niners. Got his name. Okay, that's what's up. Um, before we close this out, I did want to remind everybody the NBA Hall of Fame induction ceremony was tonight. I haven't checked out the the Kobe Bryant speech yet, but I will most definitely check it out right after the pod. Uh, just a quick reminder, Kobe Bryant is going to be inducted to the Hall of Fame tonight. Kevin Garnett is going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame tonight. And Tim Duncan is going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame tonight. Mm-hmm. So, but most definitely that Kobe Bryant tribute speech is going to definitely be one to watch right after this pod. But uh, final thoughts, fellas, before we end up closing this thing out. I just want to shout out uh, today's Haitian Flag Day. Haitian people are like one of the coolest people on this on this face the face of the earth. I love them. I got all respect for Haitian people. So, you know, big up to them. Um, but other than that, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean rest in peace Kobe you know what I mean uh, but we're in the month of May it's also mental health awareness month so be sure to you know what I mean look out for yourself look out for the people around you look out for people uh, who need help but may not know how to ask for help you know what I mean yeah, uh, yeah 
as always, it's a pleasure to be on here. And uh, yeah, man, I'm looking. I'm looking for that Kobe Bryant speech too. Yes, I want to see what they do with it. Yes, and Michael Jordan is supposed to be presenting him this evening too. Yeah, so yeah. that's definitely going to be interesting. Uh, Shake, I know you wasn't sitting in here the whole time, but uh, did you want to say a little uh, I something? I just wanted something? to say real quick. Um, I went to. I graduated with uh, Santana Moss. Oh, okay. Oh, Santana Moss. Yeah, he went to Carol City. Okay, okay. Carol City? Yeah, he graduated in 97, graduated Carol City. Oh, that's Um, what's up. So, just uh, rest in peace, Kobe, and uh, sorry I missed today. I I was at my mom's house. We did a a late Mother's Day dinner, whatever, because we couldn't get together last week. So we did it this week. Yeah. That's what's uh, up. Shout out to mom. Yeah. yeah. Happy Mother's Day to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah so we, we, I just wanted to say, uh, you know, just stop by and say hi to everybody, you know. Sorry I miss you guys. It's all right, it's all brother. Good. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, to piggyback off of Havoc as far as Mental Awareness Month, because <clears throat> as recently, it's actually been quite a trend, a lot of a lot of folks in my area have been passing away a lot recently. So mm-hmm. for the folks at home that are actually sitting down and actually watching the Not For The Bay podcast, uh, as far as mental health is concerned, I know Banks is really the hype man when it comes down to uh, mental health and expressing your feelings. Look, man, if you have any issues, find somebody to talk to. Mm-hmm. Simp- straight up like that, man. Straight up like that. But, yeah, and, and I, also like the you know, I don't I don't want to put myself out there, but you know, I've um, I I felt myself uh, during the week because uh, you know I I got into a car accident and I I, I had a full meltdown one day. You know, I'm not I'm not proud of it, but at the same time, I reached out to my supervisor and I got the number to a counselor. So now. Hopefully next week I'm gonna be seeking out, you know, from the job to talk to, so uh, he can help me sort through some of my problems. You know what I mean? That's what's up. And I commend you for that. I think that's very that, important. Bro. I commend I think you. That's very strong of you, brother. Yeah, and yeah. and I think we we need to understand. I think particularly as as men, particularly I mean we're all here men of color. A lot of times we don't we don't know where to go. Because we haven't been taught where to go or even how to show that we need help in these in these certain areas. But there are a number of resources available, a number of like hotlines you can call. There's resources available kind of all, all over the place now. But understand that therapy and counseling doesn't necessarily mean you in a room by yourself with a counselor. It could be um, just just you and your friends people that you know, that trust, that have your best interests at heart, that you can express yourself to and, you know, vice versa. And, you know, that's, we got, we got to be, we got to be very wary that the, the concept of community is imperfect people coming together to form a more perfect union. And in order for us to really confront a lot of the issues that we have, I think we all have to do it on the individual level first. And understand that even as the world is changing, the society, the dynamic of society is changing. Uh, 
a lot of the things that we think are normal, a lot of the behaviors that we 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 personally have, um, we may think it's normal, uh, but to the people around you in your life, the people that live with you, your family, um, significant others, whatever, you know, they they it's like children. They 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 see what's happening. And if they try and, you know, approach you and try to let you know what's going on, just accept it, right? Accept that they have your best interests at heart and understand that there's no ego when it comes to help. Everybody gets help. If you're an athlete, you, you, you twist your ankle, you're going to go to the trainer's table. If, if you had someone pass, pass away in your family recently and you need to reach out to someone, you were in a traumatic event, Need to reach out, reach out to someone. It's as normal as putting on your seatbelt when you're about to drive your car. It's it's you just you it's just you have a problem. Find out the solution to the problem, and I think if we kind of view it that way, then we can overcome the stigma attached to mental health counseling and and therapy. I think that's a very beautiful segment. Thank you. I think we're gonna have to we're gonna have to clip that. (laughs) We definitely gonna have to clip that. What is this like 56.30? Yeah, man. Even though the the organization I work with, you know, uh, I'm helping to uh, put together the programming for the mental health awareness month uh, over there. So, and I'm I'm in school for psychology. So, you know, this is something uh, that's very present on my mind uh, pretty much on a daily basis. Uh, and really, you know, trying, this is kind of the reason why I like doing this, talking is um, so people know. Yeah, it's, it, it is therapeutic, right? It is therapeutic, but also understand that counseling, therapy, whatever you want to call it, it it's not someone in, in a suit and a tie, right? It, it's just talking. It's just, it, that's all it is. It's talking. And if you can find someone, people in your life that you can trust, um, that have your best interests at heart, trust they have your best interests at heart. And, um, you know, if they say you need help, you need to look out for this, take a look at it. Take a look at it. That's all I got to say. Reaching out for help ain't, because reaching out for help does not hurt anybody. That's true. Anybody else? I know that's going to be pretty hard to top for me, so I'm just going to go ahead and just pass <laughs> pass it over. Go, yeah. <laughs> Anybody else? Uh, no, that that's pretty much the end of the show. That was great. Okay, that that was fire. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> again, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and uh, excuse me, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, and all other major streaming platforms. Make sure be be sure to hit that like, comment, and subscribe button. It's Mass Effect tonight. This is Dolphin Debate. We up out of here, man. Later. Peace. Peace.